all professional. What's that all about? It's me. I mean, he can do music if he wants. Well, I didn't know you were going to do it. I didn't know. I just thought we wouldn't have music. Welcome to the family with Brian Swinehart, Michael Kibb, Steve London, Andy Bram Bernard, JB. We'll be right back. Got a lot of talk about. As a matter of fact, tonight two shows, tomorrow night two shows, and a Sunday show seven o'clock as well. And I love the fact that you just have to put Q on there instead of Q U U instead of Kenobis. <laughs> you know what? I There's like something that... wrong with you. I just want to point that. Out. I like that they just put the. You know, the Q was the abbreviation. Now they're we're back down just just the letter Q. Just the letter Q. The reason why I put the, <laughs> the reason why I put the two U's is because I'm not a one initial hack. I'm a three initial hack. Okay? I like it. I like it, man. We'll be right back. Kick things off with a hack. <laughs> with a bunch of hacks, actually. We'll be right back. With the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. You're a disaster. <laughs> Let me just point that out. Yeah. Now JB's going to do What are you going to do? Are you going to do music? I didn't try what are you to. eating? Oh, my. Uh... Was it a kind <laughs> bar or something? Mm-hmm. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We don't need music well, anymore. Whatever. It all works out in the end. Okay, so where, where did you want to start? You were going to tell a story, and what was the story? Somebody was going to tell a story, and I said, "Oh, well, you were going to tell a story." Oh, story. I, I, no, I was telling you this about how uh, I, I'm uh, next week on my podcast. I got a podcast called "Teach Me I'm Stupid," and every episode. <laughs> That's nice. I mean, I'll, I'll, here's the thing: I'm the one. I'll admit I'm dumb. You know, yeah. people I'm got a hard time way, saying man. it. 
I'll do it for you. I'm stupid, so teach me. All right. I feel like we're all, you know, and everybody can learn from that. Yeah, we're all we we all can know more, right? So I'm open to always learning more, and so I have people on that can teach me stuff I'm interested in back about, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got this, uh, I got uh, I did an interview with a guy who's an FBI interrogator, and uh, he was like one of the heads of the FBI for interrogating uh, spies. So people would come over, they find out for their spy, and he would be able to get them to con- convince themselves to turn themselves in. Ooh. Right. So he wrote a book, it's a New York Times bestseller uh, called The Like Switch, in which he teaches these different techniques that he used to get people to turn themselves in. And even the small things you don't know about, these nonverbal cues we do, mm-hmm. like even when you look at somebody and you tilt your head, it's something a dog does, right? And that's just mm-hmm. all animals mm-hmm. do this because it exposes your mm-hmm. carotid artery. And in our brain, that non-verbally says, oh, you're not a threat, right? So if you're looking at somebody like yeah, that, like you that. know, or talk with your furrow, fur your brow, like that. So he knows all these little tricks that they would do to literally get people to turn themselves in to go to jail for life, right? So I always really? talk to everyone like this. Right. <laughs> keep <laughs> keep your poker face on. Keep your poker <laughs> exactly. face on. So I interview interesting people, right? And so I, I had him on. And next week I got a guy coming in who's a very, very famous mentalist, right? And his name is Banachek. Right? Banachek. I and, know who that is. Yeah. And he uh, he was like an advisor to Chris Angel. He's had like numerous TV shows. Uh, he's like the, one of the most respected uh, people in the world at what he does. And he's going to come and teach me how to, some tips on how, how to be a mentalist. And uh, one of the cool things he did was he had a million-dollar challenge going if anyone can prove that they have any psychic abilities right they'll get a million dollars if he can't disprove it because he's the only person to actually do in a scientifically controlled environment for two weeks he fooled uh, scientists to believe that he was actually had special powers hmm. and then when, at the end he goes I, I made the whole thing up I was just fooling you guys the whole time they could not believe it they believed that he was actually um, lying to hide that he has special powers. Oh, to cover powers. it up. Because yeah. if you had special powers, you want to lie. Now you can't let it out. Yeah, but see, I look like a fool if if I don't believe you really do have the power, yeah, right? Exactly. So they had to convince themselves, oh, you definitely have the power. You <laughs> yeah. just covered it up. It's like, come on, man. You know what my theory is on that stuff? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't believe in this ghost stuff. You know, I think I when people say that they saw a ghost, right, or we think that something like paranormal is happening, that's our proof that we're still cavemen, you know? We're well, st- okay. Because that's that caveman thing still in your brain. You have your logic, your education, but you hear uh, a creak in the night and your brain first goes ghost instead of the house is settling right <laughs> it's proof we're still cavemen man it's under well no i think i think it's a very good take on it to tell you the truth right we need that and i don't know i don't i mean some people need it I, you know i grew up in a very old neighborhood so you would think there'd be a lot of a lot of haunted houses i never heard of one right right you know they were haunted by the people who actually lived there i will tell you that because they were psychopaths but <laughs> you know other than that yeah and we're all the new ghosts okay all these ghosts that's are always right. from 1500 years ago or that's 500 right. years ago what about the ghost that died in in 1990 you know mm-hmm. where's the ghost of the guy that worked on home alone <laughs> you know oh god you heard what they're going to do with Home Alone. What are they, they're going to remake it. They're going to remake it. Why would you do that? Yeah, and you know what they're going to do. They're going to remake it <clears> with a girl. The, the, the last person said yeah, it was a lot shorter than you, so if you level out the mic, it'll come. There you go. Oh, yeah. There, now you can Every remake, what I can't stand is they got to make it with a girl. Yep, you know? every time. Oh, yeah, no. It's weird. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. I mean, I guess if girls are the only one watching movies, then... Hey. <laughs> Who's buying the tickets? But, That's what I want Yeah, about. exactly. So i got to add, JB, yeah. what are you doing over there? I'm going to figure this out. I have a feeling it's a phone setting somewhere. That or your case is too thick. That's probably the case. Literally. It could be the case. Mm, No. That's all right. You'll be all right. (laughs) Don't worry about a thing. It's not a big deal. 
JB is my my youngest brother. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. Twins. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And then I have also a black son. I'm not really his father, but I have a black son too. Uh-huh. So it all works out in the end. You and Tevin, man. Yeah. So all I need is you two guys. And then I also have a, an old friend, black man named Philip Wise, who's the crabbiest human being I have ever met in my entire mm-hmm. life. Wouldn't have, you agree? Having dinner with Philip on t- Monday. Oh, you are? Yeah. Is he going to be crabby? Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> this well, is a great course. story. This is a great story for white people. I love this story for white people. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, a few years ago now, uh, we have the family over for Christmas Eve. Oh, so we're all there. JB's there. Philip, who's the older black man, is there. Great night. The two black guys getting in an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Different generation. I loved it. I so how much older is, it over? is he I than you? Along with anybody. <laughs> Fifteen plus years. Oh. How much is Philip older than yeah. than JB? Oh God, he's got to be at least fifteen years older than you. Huh. I haven't seen Philip in forever. Oh, Philip said, "I love Philip. I've known Philip for fifty. No, not fifty years. About forty-five years." I haven't seen Philip in forever. Oh, I, might, Philip, oh, I, I love Philip. I've known Philip. Bad YouTube. Bad. Oh, it's YouTube. Okay. Um, what the hell was I talking about now? Philip. Scramble, how long Scramble your oh, yeah, brain I've known there. Philip 45 years, and he just, well, he used to play for the Minnesota Vikings before that, the New York Jets. He played with the Jets for seven years, and the Vikings for two years. So he and I would go running together. Now, this is 45 years ago, right? I would run as fast as I could forward, and he would run backward. Wow. Oh like, thanks, Philip. Wow. <laughs> You're really making me look good. <laughs> well, wow. he was a defensive back, so he, you know, running back, mm. very, very important to be very fast running backwards, right? Right, yeah. But it was embarrassing. I, let me just throw the, the fact that he was faster than me backward. I have Not a hard that, time man. walking forward. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I, understand. Yeah, I, understand I trip exactly. over my own feet all the time. Oh, God, he's an amazing guy. Philip is an, an unbelievable guy. Do you have the, the audio? You know Mary Mack? You guys know the comedian Mary Mack? She's phenomenal. Yeah. Do you have the audio? Yes. Oh, if you could find that audio. Mary Mack's on this show, and Philip is in studio then. And Philip loves to talk about how racist white people are. He just loves to talk about it. He does the morning show, and he just loves it. You know, here's another thing you honkies do, which I find hilarious. You got it, Andy? I do. Here it is. Mary what did you say yeah. the, the Korean barbecue? Oh, Korean barbecue is phenomenal. Are they the ones that eat dog? What? Who's the racist now? No, 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 it's not, it's not racist if it's true. I mean, well, like, yeah, see, that's like I told you my mom's from the Philippines. I go, oh, that's I, go, I go, have you ever tasted dog before? And she's like, she's not lying. She's like, not where I'm from, but of course they do. I'm like, see, when you're hungry, you're Out hungry. in the country, yeah. Is that mostly an Eastern Hemisphere thing? Or do they eat dog in like Central America, parts of the United they States? They eat South in America. South America. I'm just wondering, man. They eat guinea pigs. Quinones is his last name. I could ask him that. They do, man. I didn't know that. See, I didn't. A horse that's uh, eaten a lot in Western Europe. Yep. Did you, Correct. Was, anyway. Did you know this? I heard that if you eat a goat's testicles, 
It's got the effects of like super Viagra. Did I'm you not eating that? any goat's testicles. <laughs> nice try. <man. laughs> nice try, Tom. So, I saw your eyes light up for a second. Yeah, like, yeah okay. <laughs> you know, Tom, I said, <laughs> we actually one time, and I don't know where he got it, but the guy used to be on the show, the morning show, a guy named Jeff Passold. He's a news anchor. And we played in a golf tournament, and he brought a putter. And it looked like a gnarly piece of wood for the shaft for the putter, right? And he wanted to give it away. And so we have this raffle, and this guy wins it. And Pat says, I, I, you did win the putter, and here it is. But in order to, to, to bring out all the, you know, the great scoring with it and all the magic in it, you have to kiss the putter shaft. He goes, ah, oh, no problem. And it's all laminated, everything, so it's not a big deal. So the guy starts, you know, kissing the, the shaft. And as he's kissing it, Basil goes, actually, that shaft is made from a bull's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Which it was, by the way. Why? Wow. I don't Why know. Why would they make it out of that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I have no idea. There you go. Now you just got to plug it into cops? the board. Start playing bad <laughs> boys over there. Bad boys, bad boys. What's he going to do? Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of that kind of action. But I, I, there got to be parts of America that eat dog and horse, I would think. I mean, I'm sure somewhere. No one's announcing so. it, Kentucky. though. It's not going on Facebook. It's not going on <laughs> yeah, Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't go on Facebook either. I'm not, too, I, I'm not too adventurous with the type of food that I eat. No. I pr- I'm pretty standard these days. But I, but I do believe, you know, I need, I need to – anything with a face is going to give me – it's going to give makes me feel good. I understand. And, you know, I, That's I, a pretty I, I bold statement, though. <laughs> I will tell you this, and it's very disappointing, because I do love the city of Chicago. I think it's a magnificent city, but there is no pizza in the world like in New York, man. It's yeah. the best pizza on earth. Well, New Haven, Connecticut, really. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> there you let's go. Be let's, be, oh, let's be honest. New Haven, yeah. Connecticut. How about New Canaan? That's like rich people pizza. Yeah, same thing, but like very, you know, just not as cool. But it's true. That Andy, my son, uh, he cannot eat pizza in Minnesota because it's too sweet. The sauce yeah. is too sweet. There's like two, three pizza places in the entire state that I like. Where, but like in Florida, it's like almost all good. Oh yeah, every pizza you it's, get in Florida because it's all New Yorkers that look down. Yeah, there. but mm-hmm. it's like because of the water down there. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not yeah. the same quality though. Same guy, oh, no, no, no. different I quality. Yeah. Well, no. yeah. If they use like if they use tap water in Florida, it's gonna Terrible. taste. It's gonna taste <laughs> like rotten eggs. Yeah. 1977. I go to New York, start doing some voiceover. We lived, we lived at 20th Street and Second Avenue for a long time. Actually, before I came back here to do that morning show you were on this morning. But my one of my favorite things about walking around town was just Ray's Pizza, famous Ray's Pizza, original Ray's Pizza, famous original Ray's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? They're all named Ray's Pizza. But, you know. Let's go over to Ray's 1743. Yeah, 1743. I hear they're the best. That is good pizza, though, man. Uh, that it's, it's just that's the way it is. But anyway, back to dogs and horses. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, 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 don't know they, I don't know if they do or we not. We actually talked nice about this like a week ago. We did about horse meat? Yeah, we talked about it on, let's see, episode 1660. And what's this episode? 1666. So it was a week Ooh, ago. Very crazy. satanic. 1666. It's, it's, it's fitting that I'm on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, the devil sign. Hey, Michael, welcome to the devil sign, Joe. But, uh, you know. In the U.S., they were slaughtering horses for food as recently as 06. But apparently, 2006? Apparently they've banned it since then in the U.S. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean people don't eat it. That just means plants aren't, like, officially 
you know, I producing horse look, meat. I see that look in your eye. What Jamie's look? over there with white people. <laughs> I saw no, I was going to say it. I thought that was going on in Mexico. Oh, Mexico, they still eat horse meat. Uh, Mexico is the top producer of horse meat. Wow. Yeah. Do. Then, that, interestingly, there are some white countries on there. Kazakhstan, Australia is one of the biggest ones. Aren't really white people, though. <laughs> I like that. Maybe they're just really white people. See, we, <laughs> we only eat food that is, uh, like, we won't eat a cute animal. That's how it comes down to. Yep. No, no, so no dogs? No, do, no, no, no dolphins. You know, dolphins what do you mean we? Eat. What do you mean by we? I mean, like, uh, uh uh, Western, you know, yeah. US. Oh, US. You are, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what we look true. at. If it's if it's cute, that's true. You're saved. <laughs> Adult chickens are not cute at all. They're not. They're not. They'll take They're you not right out. Mm-hmm. You ever look at a tuna? It's mean, the scariest creature there is. We chop yeah. its head right out. You get eaten. I have a fear of turkeys. It's fear of turkeys. Well, you yeah. should have a fear of turkeys, These man. These are hideous and they're huge, and I'm good. And they're fast and strong <laughs> yeah, too. Yep, they're strong as hell. People don't know how strong turkeys are. Well, I mean, relatively that, speaking, it's, it's got that thin, that thin neck, though. You know, get yeah, hit it with neck strikes. Yeah, exactly. If, you, if you're getting, if you're getting attacked, <laughs> look, at, look at Karate Joe over there. Man. Your brain is the brain about the size of a quarter. I always think how I defend myself against an animal attack. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. like if a horse is coming at you, you got to go. You know. Both to the sides of its head. You get those eyes to the side, mm-hmm. you know, or a cow, you know, you get them from the angle. Okay, you got to go for his eyes. You have a lot of dreams when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a That's vivid. You know what's one thing I love about doing this show is when new people come in, like the way I've talked about Philip and, and JB and all this stuff. The look in your eyes, like, it's like an old white guy talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've always been in a situation that I, to me, uh, Better, worse, whatever. Everybody's the same until you prove to me you're an asshole, and then after that, I don't want anything to do with you anyway. Well, it depends. I mean, I, you got, I mean, I, 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 have you been to South Florida? Not everyone's the same, you know. Actually, <laughs> actually, we uh, spend a lot of time in South Florida. Yeah, uh-huh. we do. Men, you're right. <laughs> I had a guy, as a matter of fact, we'll show. Dan, Andy, you will not name him either because I know you know who it is. We're playing golf one time. We get paired up, and this guy is from Alabama originally, right? As soon as you say Alabama, you I know think something exactly. racist is going to come out. Well, I think I've heard the story before, to be honest. Yeah. he. Uh, it was a draw situation, so he draws a black guy as a partner. The entire four hours, he referred to him as the big end. The whole Get four hours. Here, no Just because he could? And, and the black guy's like 6'4", probably about 270. <laughs> and he's looking at me like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I, it's well, like he 2015. Also, we wow. also, I mean, he called he called us Yankees. Because yeah, he called we, it, yeah, he didn't like us because we were The Yankees. fact that we yeah. had, you know, started the war of northern aggression. <laughs> Unironically. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's always our fault. You know, so, you know what, though? I play the South a lot, and i got to tell you, you play Huntsville, Alabama, and that's one of the best crowds. But it's, a, it's city to city but, down there. It's rocket, a lot of rocket engineering there. Yeah, NASA has a yeah. headquarters mm-hmm. down yeah. there now, so yeah. there's scientists down there. And the thing is, they have a sense of humor about themselves, right? Good. They got a sense of humor, but then you go to San Francisco, and no, every word out of your no. mouth is, I'm offended, I'm yeah, offended. No, no, I'd no. rather have it the real way, you know? I agree. I'll go down to the South, okay, and everyone's just straight up about their feelings, right? Because then you go to you go yeah. to San Francisco, they feel the same way, and they just close the door. <laughs> now let's say what we were really <laughs> thinking. <That's> it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. There's a University of Alabama, Huntsville. And a very odd oh, that's thing, right, that's right. Very odd thing about them. They have a D1 hockey team. Wow. In Huntsville, Alabama? Wow. Yep. Division 1. Division 1. 
It was a lot of white people. <laughs> yeah. He just starts laughing. He's used to me. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. Michael's in studio. Uh, we're talking tonight, two shows tomorrow, two shows, and a Sunday show as well. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Still just kicking ass, huh, JB? JB's going to start singing. <laughs> Many a tear has to fall. We'll just sing back in. That'll be good. Send the ball with that music, though. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. What are you looking at? I'm scrolling through Facebook right now. You know what? Thanks. Is that interesting? Huh? I'm not the fucking head. We're freaking headliner. Sorry. No, say fuck, no. We're not on the radio anymore. This used to be syndicated on AM radio, but nobody listens to AM radio anymore, so we took it off. Mm. So we oh, really? It was like, fuck you, Steve. All right. We yeah. just go ahead and say that. Well, fuck you too, Tommy. You know? <laughs> All, right, no All right. I feel better now. <laughs> I feel a lot better now. Nobody's staring at the clock going, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, there's a well, yeah. We, yeah. What? The cord doesn't work. Oh, no, it's the chords' fault. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Music's playing. Soldier of Love? <laughs> oh, of my course. God. Do you have a new girlfriend? No. You lie. You do, don't you? No, I don't. What happened? Maybe he <laughs> Tell us on the air, JB. <laughs> yeah. Tell us yeah. on the air, JB. What happened? <laughs> uh, it all works out in the end. It's all right. No, JB is a, a lovely man. You couldn't ask for a better friend than JB. Every time I hear JB, I just think JB Smooth, man. Yeah. Smooth. I can't help. He is one funny. That guy's that guy's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He just goes on and on. that that show. First of all, Kirby enthusiasm was as good as it got. Mm-hmm. That was unbelievable. The things that they did when they did, they did it. Hap just coincided that uh, Michael J. Fox was on. And he's talking about it. What, what, what does he have? He has Parkinson's. Parkinson's, Parkinson's. yeah, that's right. But he but he shakes the Parkinson's a lot, apparently. Mm-hmm. And he's up doing a speech with Michael Bloomberg, the current, or the mayor. then mayor of New York. And Larry David's talking about how he gave a violin to a kid. 
And and the woman next to him keeps going, a what? He goes, a violin. She goes, I can't hear you. A violin. He goes, a violin. He's doing this, and the mayor thinks he's making fun of the problems of Michael <laughs> oh. <laughs> It was brilliant. <laughs> that was a great show, man. That was unbelievable. I still love teenagers come to his door Halloween. Larry David won't give him candy, so the next morning he walks out, and on the front door it says, bald asshole. <laughs> 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 so who inspired you guys? Uh, I love Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, Rodney! Was we were, good we were. Guy. So you know what? Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in any movie, okay, is the Rodney Dangerfield for t- t- back to school. Rodney Dangerfield and Sam Kinison. When awesome. Sam Kinison oh, is going off on Rodney Dangerfield about uh, the Vietnam War. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, that was back to school. That's yeah. back to school. Yeah. That's yeah. a great clip. If you play that clip, that is that is it hilarious. Is right. they don't, yeah. I mean, we were watching yesterday. You can't have a comic like. Sam Kinison today, the way he would no, co- probably not. The way right. he would come out and he would just just everything just like, like moving into like oh 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 you gold digging whore. Ah! <laughs> 1982, I think it was. I was in Los Angeles again doing doing some voiceover or whatever, and I went to the comedy store. Yeah, and I'm sitting front row, right in the front row, right next to the stage. Uh-huh. This guy walks out wearing a beret and a trench coat. Oh. I have no idea who the hell this guy is. Right, walks over, starts screaming at me, and I'm like. <laughs> I had never heard. I I think he had just literally moved from Houston. Right, I think it was right. eighty two. Right, I think it was uh-huh. that would have probably been. He just probably got to California. I had never heard of the guy. My wife said next to me, he's screaming at us. I'm like, what the hell is this all about? But he was really, really fun and a really nice man. Yeah, yeah. He's coming uh-huh. to do the show once in a while. Just a really, really good guy. Oh, so you got to interview him. Yeah, several times. Wow, a that lot. is, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. That, I mean, that's one of those uh, just legends that, you know, you go oh, back yeah. and, and it's just as funny today. When he does the joke about uh, you, when you die and people having sex with dead bodies. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, you think you're dead. Ow, you ow, think everything's ow, great. <laughs> and all of a sudden, some perm grabs behind you and you're just, what the? And he's moving his body like he's getting humped on the ground. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm dead. It's not over. Get this thing fuck out of me. But you, talk, you were talking about Dangerfield as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tell this story a lot, but I love telling this story. Jeff Cesario, very famous comedian, writer, great writer, produced many shows, worked with Dennis Miller, and God, Cesario's worked with everybody, right? So I tell the story. Jerry Seinfeld and Jeff Cesario are walking down the street in New York, and coming the other way is Rodney Dangerfield, right? So Jerry says, well, I'll introduce you to Rodney. It would be good for your career to know Rodney. So I walk up and he says, Rodney, there's a, a new young comedian in town. I want you to meet him. Rodney, this is Jeff Cesario. And Rodney goes, Cesario, huh? Stick to the tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> what a great line. Oh, you're Italian. Well, you should be an acrobat. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> Steve, are you, are you upset by that? Not at all. <laughs> I'm a mick. I'm okay. <laughs> oh, you're a mick, so you're good to go. A big drinker? No, thank you very much. Great I am, you. yeah. God, I won't deny it, yeah. Those days. <laughs> I love that stuff. I do. Yeah, you're right. You know what's, what's great about that? You guys are young guys, and you still love the legends, which I think is a lot of people your age probably don't even know who Rodney Dangerfield is anymore. No, you got to study the masters, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, I gain respect for people when they're dead more so than alive because, you know, they're not going to screw up. You're not going to find That's out true. something like, you know, I mean, of course, you always grew up listening to Cosby, and then yeah. you like his stuff, oh, and now yeah. you can't admit that you like Cosby. You know, like it's... that was my fault, by the way. <laughs> I met Bill Cosby for the first time about a week before he was arrested. 
Are you serious? It was at Treasure Island. Uh, in uh, Vegas? Yeah. No, Treasure Island here. There's oh, a Treasure Island Resort oh. and Casino here. It's, a, it's a, a casino. Oh, cool. And he was appearing there, and I went backstage with my wife and our daughter, Andy. Did, why didn't you want to go meet Bill Cosby, by the way? I honestly don't remember. <laughs> you don't care. It's like 100,000 years ago. So. And Andy why? was worried about being drugged. I had insider information that I couldn't share. We sit down with Bill Cosby, and it was kind of sad because he had already lost a sight in that one eye. Oh, man. And the weird thing that was, though, backstage, he was kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. You could tell he was an old guy. The second he hit the stage, you couldn't tell at all. Different parts of the brain. Muscle Uh, memory. Yeah. Yeah. It was like different parts of the brain and muscle memory. I mean, you could not tell that he was a little slow in, in real life now. Right. So I'm like, well, it's like the story of um, when Mel Blanc, Mel Blanc, right, Bugs Bunny, yeah. when he yeah. was in a coma, yeah. uh, they were trying to talk to him and they couldn't get anything out of him. So eventually someone came in, I forget, it was, I don't know, it was his wife or his doctor right. or something. And he went up to him and he said, is Bugs Bunny in there? And he said, yeah, doc, what's up? After not oh. talking at all in a coma for how long? How wow. Because part of his man. brain was Bugs Bunny, and that part was still active. Wow. Oh, That'd be a, a story, man. The human brain story? is very, uh, very That's a great weird. Story. Okay, so quick, I'll do my Mel Blanc story very quickly, and then I'll move on to the other one. But uh, I was out at Buzz, uh, Buzzies, and I don't even know still. I was a recording studio. I did a lot of like movie trailers, that kind of stuff. So I'm in there, and there's this long, narrow hall. And when I got there, Orson Welles was there coming out. But he was so big, he couldn't turn around. Jeez. So he had to get, and his driver came up behind him and said, Mr. Welles, I'm sorry, but but I parked in the back of the building. And he couldn't turn around, so we had a driver around front to pick him up. He weighed like 550 pounds when he died. Big guy, right? Commit to it, man. So then Mel, Bl- Mel Blank is also there, and he comes out of the studio. I go, oh, man, Mel Blank, nice to meet you, Mr. Blank. He goes, yeah, I know, kid, you love me. <laughs> it was funny, actually. It wasn't, yeah. he wasn't being arrogant. Yeah. Every kid loved Mel Blank, yeah. though, man. I'm Bugs Bunny and Porky Pig, and it was all of them, wasn't it? Man. Let's see. The, the closest guy that we have to that now has got to be Seth MacFarlane, right? There's nobody else. Yeah, I suppose. Right. I suppose. Yeah. Bugs, yeah. Daffy, Porky, uh-huh. Tweety, Sylvester, Yosemite Sam, Jesus. Foghorn, Jeez. Marvin the Martian, Pepe Le Pew, Speedy Gonzalez, Wiley Coyote, and Roadrunner. Which Good Lord. Beep, Roadrunner beep. just went beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how tough that would be. And Taz. At oh, that point, he was just know. being dared. He was on a roll. Like, yeah. He's yeah. like, you know how good I am. I'm going to take a bird, make him say beep, beep. <laughs> it's going to be a hit. And it was. Meep, meep, meow. And the coyote didn't talk at all. Wiley Coyote didn't talk at all. Yeah, I don't know if he... Uh, he talked well, once. Oh, did he? Did he? Yes. What do you go, bitch? No, it was Wiley Coyote, super genius. He did? Yes. Huh. I never knew that. I had but no I idea. don't think he was chasing the Roadrunner. I think he was chasing Was it Bugs the original Bunny. Looney Tunes that he did that in? Because I know there's some spin off cartoons that did in like the late 80s, oh, early 90s. Oh, yeah, where there you right. go. He had a voice. He, yeah. uh, there was a cartoon series where he tried to catch Bugs Bunny, and it says right here. In these cartoons, the coyote takes on the guise of a self described super genius and speaks with a smooth upper class accent. Mm-hmm. Well, so there kinda, you go. Kind of like JB. Good memory. <laughs> Not yeah. bad, JB. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was. I'm a cartoon aficionado. Mm. I love cartoons, man. <laughs> I know. I always have, and I always one thing. That's why I, mean, I can't do these Pixar's anymore. You know, <laughs> like I'm watching the Pixar's. And I'm like, this isn't as good. Like I, I no. love the original. Right. Like the 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 uh, original Aladdin with Robin Williams. I mean, yeah. how good was that? Right? They just redid it. I'm like, I just yeah. don't know about it. Doesn't Will have the magic to it. I love Will Smith, but it was not the same. No, I took I mean, my kid to see the new Lion King a couple weeks ago. I didn't do that. I was very disappointed. Yeah, that's, that's what I, that's I hear. That's like, what I hear from everybody. Turn off the volume and just turn on Nat Geo and you have the Lion King. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's terrible. <laughs> it was that bad. Really? Yeah. Mm. It was so not, not the touching. Sitting there with my ex-wife and my kids. I'm looking at her. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is horrible. <laughs> well, that's not, were you married the first time? The first Lion King? I mean, I was 12. <laughs> Hopefully not. Well, that's right. It was 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was a long I forgot time about ago. that. It's 25 years ago. Never mind. Man, that flies, huh? <laughs> well, I thought you might have been from like Appalachia or something. You'd be married at 12. You know, you never know. You know, you got busy. That's right. Yeah, is that a poor kid joke? Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. yeah, there you go. Take that home with you. But that stuff back then was clever. Yeah, yeah. But now true. it's just silly. I mean, I caught my, you know, and had watched the whole three, uh, the whole three, uh, not series, um, episodes. You're just no. twisting in the wind. I'm not helping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you have like twelve episodes, that's uh, oh, um, season, season. And why well, couldn't think of season? I just watched three seasons of Captain Underpants. He actually graduated from college. <laughs> yes, I did. Hey, is weed legal here, too? Yeah. <laughs> it will be. I wish, I wish it was. Coming soon, you know it is. Yeah, any moment now, honestly. Yeah, but I want, yeah. you know, Captain Underpants, and it's just all silly. It is? Well, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no, I, I, there's no I, I cleverness to it. I, now, you know, including <laughs> you guys, like the four of you, do you think, I mean, especially you guys, is it really hard to be a comedian now? Because everybody, as you said, oh, it's, is it a bitch? Yeah. It's so sensitive. There's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard because of the sensitivity. And uh, I would say also that uh, technology is not helping us much. Yeah, that's true. No, you know, right. the attention span of people from uh, from the time I started, at least, uh, people, uh, you know, didn't really have cell phones. Like, you know, they barely had them. It was a flip phone or something, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, now some of the comedy clubs are actually uh, taking the phones yep. uh, from people as they come in. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's right. And, you uh, guys do that? No. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna, well, people cause a stir when it happens, yeah. so, too. They like, or it's, it's like... Mm -hmm. uh, they're acting like you're taking their kid, but right. uh, you know, <laughs> That's true. I know that the uh, Hollywood Improv kind of started it. They're taking the people's phones and put them in these little cases because of yeah. it. And then, uh, yeah, the sensitivity. We got a country so divided on things. Like, uh, uh, it's real. It's real tough. Divided and, uh, like on what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, and I don't understand that. Yeah. To tell you the truth, I don't, why? You know. I guess I'm pretty much a centrist, though, so I'm not, like, hard left or hard right either yeah. one. But why do you have to agree with me or I hate you? I don't get that. <laughs> you know what, what happened? Agree to disagree. Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. I think because people take it personal mm -hmm. and they think that their idea is so right that you right. have to be yeah. wrong because if at all they're wrong, then they have to question what they're thinking, right? right? They have to yeah, question themselves. And who wants to look in the mirror and really question yourself or question your beliefs? I've you been know, doing that for like sixty-seven. Well, years well, my yeah, thing right? is, my That's thing is, right. my thing is, okay, the issues that they have a problem with 
are the issues that the media is bringing to their attention. Yeah, right? exactly. So it's the BS stuff. It's not like, you know, there's just, they're like, it's like a diversion, right? You're like, mm -hmm. oh, think about this over here. When mm -hmm. meanwhile, you know, we're dropping bombs on Iran. Let's not talk about that so much. Right. right? <laughs> no, I think that's right? very, very true. Let's think, about, let's think about the bathrooms, but let's not think about what we're, we're right. happening to be doing on this side of the world. <laughs> but God, I mean, back in my day, it was Richard Pryor. It was oh, Sam Kinison. It was oh. a... All they did was go after people, and I loved it. Yeah, we still, and that's why I think I like the old school comics uh, now because I can watch them and just oh, hear yeah. it unfiltered, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, I mean, even back when Eddie, Eddie Murphy, and that, you know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and going, Mike, you're right about that with what the news is saying because you watch the news, you leave thinking every race is after you. Oh, right? no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Everybody, then, everybody's after Then yeah, you go out right. to the comedy club, and as comics, I mean, man, we got friends of every single race because we're all funny. Every race is funny, blah, blah. And you right. go, and you realize, man, that's bull. It the is. real people, uh, different races, whatever colors, right. we're, we're actually getting along in real life. It's just that the news is putting us in such a mindset, thinking that every race no hates each race, you know? But it's been going on for decades, man. They, 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 yeah. The, the morning show that you're on? Yeah. Uh, had the first first women on it, first black people, first Jews. You go down the list, first in America to do all it. Is that not right, Jamie? Yeah. I had everybody. And it's just because I knew a lot about, you know, from where I grew up, there were people of all kinds and whatever, and I just, whatever. Right. First thing they did was start calling me a racist in the newspaper. It's like... It's because it works. Mm -hmm. can, yeah. Yeah. So basically, they can lie all that racist if you're incorporating all the different because races. Because I would talk to, to them like talk I'm talking to all of you. Right. And according to ex-urban white people, that's very racist what right. I do. Right. It's like, what? It almost reminds me of like the way people get if like their pet acts up and a stranger like says, no, you know, get down. Because it's like they think of minorities as pets yeah, they not do. people no mm -hmm. they kind of do you're right right, right, right. you're my pet project you can't it? like yeah. you can't talk to him that way he's mine he doesn't have <laughs> oh wait a minute he doesn't have the brain power to stick up for right, himself right. that's exactly right right yeah. right uh-huh we're gonna take a break be right back in a couple minutes well wait a minute yeah wait what forgot we were like 30 minutes late oh we were <laughs> it's 12 already oh jeez, it is well anyway we'll be right back with the family what are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months 
when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're going to try one more time. Nope. Winchester Cathedral. (laughs) That's the problem with cell phones, is the 3.5 millimeter connector has like a different setup for every phone. Whoa. There you go, music. What is that? <laughs> sounds like TLC. What yes, about? it is TLC. Oh, there you go. What about your sounds like TLC. <laughs> okay, well, you know. What uh, about your friends by TLC? What about your friends? Mm-hmm. There you go. We were just talking, ladies and gentlemen. Or, by the way, tonight, Rick Brown's the House Comedy. Tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows. Sunday show at 7 o'clock as well. And I love the fact that Quinones is too hard for some people to say. So we got to say Michael Q. That is yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> Q. Q ball. Q, Q Hey, ball. I'm trying to give people reasons to come to the show, not to not come to the show. <laughs> some places they might be like, hey, we don't want to go to see Quinones. We don't speak Spanish. <laughs> come to see Michael Q. He speaks English. English is good. That's Isn't that the idea. same name of the guy who... John Quinones. Right, yeah, that has the guy. show about uh, trapping... Uh, sexual predators, predators? right you, that's you, the predator no 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 that's no, chris no. chris hemsworth chris, no. chris, not hemsworth not, not hemsworth chris hemsworth is thor yeah, yeah he's thor oh, oh he traps predators too <laughs> <laughs> chris matthews chris hansen 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 no jackie onus does the show what would you what do? would you do yeah right do you hear that you see the promos for the new one no the new what would you do have you ever seen this show yeah 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 wasn't the that new on, one like, this week? What Nickelodeon? No, it was on ABC. Well, I think they, I think the repeats were on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Is Nickelodeon a network like a anymore? Show? They treat kids how to be concerned about very, very little. <laughs> but this week it is. Um, yeah, it, it totally was. And then yeah. it was on Nick. What yeah, would you do? Network, no, right? that's like the game show for kids. Right. Yeah. No, what would you do? Is like if if I you know if Steve was a plant and I was you know they had like like hooks instead of hands or something, and he would start picking on me. They would go, what would you do? Would you defend me? I remember seeing an episode where there was a a, a gentleman who was in BDUs, and he was whatever they call it nowadays, and he's sitting on a line, and some guy behind him was making fun of the guy at the counter because he was uh, of Muslim descent. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then uh, the soldier was like, dude, shut up, you know? And then he comes out, they're all actors, but it was a decent show, I guess. The one that's coming this week, and I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's something like defending the deaf, or it's, it wasn't. Even, it was. It, it was worse than defending the deaf. But I have a question. So if you're at a restaurant and you're it. deaf, why would you give a rat's ass what anyone's saying about you? You can't hear him anyway. <laughs> He's just turned around and they're gone. And what do you care? I've never understood that whole thing. It sounds like a superhero defending the deaf. defending the deaf. Yeah, something about the deaf. I don't know. It's defending the deaf or something about the deaf, but. Yeah, I, 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 it's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. First of all, if some idiot in a, one of the best things I ever saw in my entire life, I'm in line at a grocery store, and a guy in front of me has got a bag of flour. That's all, he's got a five-pound bag of flour. And the guy in front of him is being a huge pain in the ass to the cashier, just being an asshole. I, for some reason, he just wouldn't stop. So the guy in front of me turns around, he looks at me, he turns around, 
snaps the bag in half and pours it over the guy's head and walks out. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Yeah, another customer. That is great. It was awesome. it was fantastic. And the cashier's like <laughs> See, I open my mouth. I do that. You know, yeah, I, I make I sure I open too. my mouth, you know, because if, if people, if, when we're in public, especially, you ever notice when we're in, the, we're in an airplane trying to get your seat, mm-hmm. right? And everybody's going slow and people are just standing there yeah. and they're, it's like, yeah. hey, you're delaying all these people. And no one wants to say anything. Everyone's trying to be polite. I'm like, hey, move. <laughs> yeah. I, I am the same. You're same holding situation. up 100 people. It's right. the same situation. Uh-huh. I, I don't know why that is that people are so reluctant to. Well, Minnesotans are really touchy about that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. They're like very passive aggressive here. Mm-hmm. So to be like, hey, great to see you. Stab, stab, stab. Oh, you know? man, that's hard. Like talking behind people's backs. Uh-huh. Not, not all of Minnesotans, but about half of them. Do you think it's about half or is it all of them? <laughs> Steve, come on. I, yeah, we were just having a conversation in the car about this. Oh, did you, know, you really? The whole Minnesota nice thing is yeah. basically it's, just a bunch of two-faced bullshit. It's bullshit. Yes. 100%. But there's no Minnesota Too bad. Nice. See, see, that's why, I mean, in New York and L.A., at least you know what you're getting. In, in New York, Love it's it. like, we don't, you don't, you don't, we don't like you till we like you, right? It's just you come up front I and agree. both people got to earn respect, right? right. In L.A., it. it's like everyone is just, you can never trust them ever. They're two-faced. They're slimy. It's just. Uh, you, know that, you know that walking in. You know that walking in. You know that walking in. No one's hiding I had a great example. I remember I was talking about the first time I ever went to New York to work back in the day. I'm in a taxi going from LaGuardia to Midtown, right? So I'm going along. So I hop in a taxi, and it's a beautiful day. And I'm like, hey, this is great. I'm in New York. Everything's wonderful. And I look at the the, the medallion, the driver's medallion, his picture and everything. And so I was like, hey, how's it going, Pablo? And he goes, Pablo, familiarity breeds contempt. (laughs) <laughs> familiarity okay well. but he was not happy that i called him pablo <laughs> is that his name yeah yeah no oh. i just know his name was uh, yeah it was pablo but he wanted well, me to I call just, mr i don't know if you're mr. you know quinones, probably. <laughs> <laughs> pablo quinones pq those are, those are pretty good initials actually like david be your middle name pdq i like it pablo david quinones PDQ. Hey, I think pretty I, damn quick might have, to, <laughs> might have to get a, have a child <laughs> you might have, to have a child someday so what'd you find andy was it what what is it what is it with the deaf uh Apparently they've had about 300,000 episodes since it got remade. What's the one coming up so, this week? It's the one coming up this week? Yeah, it's, it's on this week. It might be on tonight or something. Let's see. Here. But I know that George Stephanopoulos was beside himself about jumping out through his ass about how happy he was they were defending the deaf. Was well, it? their site hasn't been updated since September of 2018. Well, that's going to be so a that's problem. that's not a good <laughs> It's only a year ago. <laughs> How is it even that I don't know. Why is it that crappy. far behind? Mm. That makes no sense. Are you sure it's actually still on? It's on ABC. It's called What Would You Do? John Quinones is, is the host. And it's about the deaf. I know it's about the deaf, but I can't remember. What's mm. our number? I don't know. Or no. Oh, here we go. 612. Is that 295? Yes. 1526? No. If four. You, yeah. Four. A lot of effort putting that. Put that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a the dash was too close to one. Yeah, I thought mm, it was a. Four. Well, that's Catherine's fault, probably. <laughs> Either well, Catherine you, or Cassie. Everyone's got a group now, so the deaf were probably like, "Listen, we haven't had our our, our <laughs> yeah. segment yet. <laughs> we haven't had our segment. Yeah. It was. We need to be heard. <laughs> oh, really? You, you went there. He, he worked on that for yeah, at least sixty this. seconds. <laughs> he was thinking about that. 
Could you, you, I suppose you couldn't say that on stage, though. I would. <laughs> I would. Yeah. You're a rat's ass what they think about yeah, it. Yeah. No, I understand. That works for me. I'm a habitual line crosser. That's what I do. I like to dab my toe over, and I feel like that is the job of a comic, is to walk the line, and if we can get you to be comfortable over that line and laugh, job well done. Well, I, I agree. Uh -huh. That's what comedy used to be. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Don't be surprised if somebody gets up and walks out in this state. Oh, yeah. With that. No, I can't go a weekend without someone having something like that. As they're wearing a <laughs> shirt that, that says Minnesota Nice. I mean, they've yeah, gotten yeah, to yeah, a point true. where they wear shirts that actually says it. So oh, Minnesota yeah. Nice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting, but exactly. they're like Tom yeah. said, they're so passive aggressive. They really are. Disgusting, mm. and it and and it's and it's passive aggressive to the point where, it, if anybody's being racist, it's them. Yeah, but they they can't they won't right. see it that way. Yeah, that's tough. Because yeah. oh, I'm here to defend you know him and this that and the other. Be and it's like get down on my way. I can defend myself. Right. And, and right, right now, I didn't feel like I needed to be defended. So move along. Yeah. I think it, I think it's because you guys live so close to Canada. Some of that uh, Canada air is blowing over, and the Canada <laughs> niceness is getting you into your guys' right. brains. Only didn't it didn't stick. The asshole part stayed with it. Right, <laughs> not enough of it came over, just but, a little bit. But half the people here are the nicest people in the damn world. But the other half have the biggest mouths and get all the pub. Except for the people coming to the show tonight, we want to say yes, yeah. they're fine <laughs> folk. Yeah, they're we gonna be great. <laughs> no, they are right. actually. To tell you the truth, tickets they, are available. Have some comedy. In <laughs> general, the comedy crowd here is they're they're really good. They love. Minnesotans do love their comedy. They absolutely yeah, do. Yeah. They're more so in the fall and winter and spring. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. Hey, man, it's only nice here 90 days of the year. So wow. they yeah, get true out story. Do yeah. Do. That's tough. Oh, it is. It's not, it's not that. Winter great. is terrible. Well, let me put it this way the state fair starts in 13 days, and when that ends on September 2nd, I played golf a few years ago on on Labor Day. It was forty five degrees. Oh, <laughs> on Labor Day, well, oh, it's that's rather early. It's getting yeah. down to the fifties at nighttime again. Yeah, fifty seven last night. Yeah, I woke up this morning to go pick these guys up, and I was like, "Whoa, jeez." Damn, I gotta put Tough on my enough. letter. I gotta put my Tough letter. Tough enough, ladies. You know? <laughs> All this talk about the weather. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Toughen up is you. It's ab absolutely true. So you never did find that, Andy. What? Okay, so you're on ABC TV this morning promoting this show, but you can't find it on the internet. That's, uh, that's if you planning. tighten the search parameters, you, like it's starring a guy, Niall something. If you put him in his name, you'll find news articles about it, but not the name of the episode. That is so bizarre. Because ABC's kind of site is, is yeah, ABC's site doesn't even have the news stuff on it. I thought you were going to say Niles Rogers. No. Niles Rogers, probably not. Did he die? Somebody told me he died. I don't think I he hope died. not, because I just saw him about two years ago. He's phenomenal. Niles Rogers is still alive. Good. Glad to hear it. Well, that, uh, uh, there's got to be a death pool on some of these people. It's a lot of times that yeah. when you hear it, like, you think someone's dead and they're still alive. <laughs> well, it's not a good happen. sign. Yeah, that does happen. I thought. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, what? I thought this Jack LaLanne was still alive, right? Well, he's got 130. Right. Well, no, he's died. <laughs> he, he, he died a few years ago, right? Oh, he was like 90-something when he died. He's he died. He's 96 years old. You know, he died. So I look, I look at him. He's 96 years old, right? I'm like... He only made it to 96 with all that healthy eating. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> you it. couldn't hit 96. a hundred. My grandma grew up in a dirt hut in the Philippines made it to 99. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's a over there eating the kale, doing push-ups, right? And he said he made it to 96. I'm like, there you go, right? 
No, it's there's our true. there's our long term study show. <laughs> it's right? really all genetics. I mean, this is a, a huge compliment and lack of stress right. and that uh, they should have hired you to play Andrew Cunanan on that series. What on what series? You know who Andrew Cunanan is? No, we're talking about. Oh, he's Andrew a guy that, in Minneapolis. He killed like three people. He was a gay guy that did. <laughs> I don't. Want yeah, that scene should be. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. I don't know which part I'm more offended by, the gay or the murderer. He was a gay murderer. You'd be perfect. <laughs> You'd be perfect at that. No, it's because his father was from the Philippines. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. You know, I, need, I, I can you believe there's a show called Hawaii Five O on, and I'm not on it. Philippine Five O. It should be. I mean, if there any more funny, look more Hawaiian. My grandma was born you in Hawaii. You do look she's pretty from, Hawaiian. She was yeah. from Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, she's from go. Hawaii. She lived until she's 15. I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I should be on this. Yeah. yeah, you should have a TV. No, you I should. Look, you I should play, look. I think you should play a gay killer. That sounds no. better. He goes, no, I'm not doing it. No, it's no, one no, no, or the no. other. You can't combine the two, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah, he, I suppose not. What was the famous person he killed? Was it Versace? Yeah. Versace, yeah. Oh, he killed the guy who killed Versace? Yeah, who killed oh, Versace, wow. Versace, yeah. <clears throat> he killed two or three people here first and then killed somebody on the way down to Florida. Then when he got to Florida, he killed Versace. I want to know what happened wow. to the guy on the way down, because that guy must have pissed him off. Maybe it was road rage. Maybe it was like, <laughs> what to, happened? Yeah. You, know, you just happened to be in the wrong place in, uh, you know, in Georgia or something. And that was, was his, that was his goal to get Versace? Or he, it was he, like... he felt slighted because he knew Versace before, and he wanted to, to be Versace's boyfriend. Oh. Versace already had a boyfriend, played by Ricky Martin, by the way, in, in the... TV show and he did a great job, but yeah, he killed him because he wanted to be his boyfriend and he he blew out and blew him off to. Ricky Martin played his boyfriend. Played Ricky Versace's boyfriend. They, they made a gay? miniseries about that, didn't they? <laughs> He's gay. Yes. Yeah, I like Netflix it was or something. Really? It was called Killing Versace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got there was creative really good. title. Killing yeah. Versace. Yeah. You know we're gonna make exactly. a show about killing Versace. <laughs> we should call it. Uh, let me see. I can't. I don't have a title yet. But we'll get back. It should have been something better, more more commerce related, like like clearance to sale. Yeah. <laughs> All sales are fine. All sales are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I like that price. shirt because it's yours from now Versace, on. Versace final price. Yeah. So I was gonna tell you my story about, about yes. steroids because we were talking about weightlifting and stuff. Yeah. So so when I got out of high school, which is a few years ago. Yeah. Like 1969. Mm-hmm. And I never graduated, by the way. But, you know, I got out of high school. Cool. So <laughs> he started like he lifting prison. weights here and there and all the rest of it. <laughs> and, and a guy came to me and said, I have, this, I have this new drug, and if you took it. When I got out of high school, I was like, you know, 6'2", weighed about 245, 250, something like that. Cool. It's pretty big for high school. Yeah. Guy. He said, I can get you up to 300 with adding 50 pounds of muscle on you. Wow. It'll all be muscle, be no fat. Wow. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I could do that. Sounds no problem. healthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turns out it wasn't too healthy. But I said, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So he went to another guy, and uh, that guy might have been uh, somebody you'd know. Who might have been the mm, governor of Minnesota? Jesse. 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 Oh man. Jesse, about six three, probably weighed about one ninety. Jesse in high school was a swimmer. He was a really good swimmer. Wow. Uh, about two years later, I saw Jesse, and he weighed 275, and it was all muscle, brother. I'll Jeez. tell you that. But I, I think it rotted his brain because he's nuts. But anyway, <laughs> well, well, he and I used to be good friends. But well, I love him. He's, wow. he's a conspiracy theorist. He's, talk, he's got the tinfoil hat in, the, in Mexico You've right never now. met him, have you? I've never met him, but You just said you like him. <laughs> I, that's I, how I knew you never I, met I like him. His, I like the interviews. <laughs> he is outrageous. 
Yeah. But all those wrestlers. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a professional wrestler. I mean, when the whole be outrageous. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good impression. That's that great. Is great. Yeah. Long enough. That was around them long enough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all those good impressions. <laughs> we got to wrap it up and get you out of here so you can go to work. But um, of all the guys I lifted weight with, weights with, most of them professional wrestlers. Wow. Two of them are still alive. Mm hmm. Those those Ooh. steroids killed oh. everybody. Wow! Jeez. I mean, whether it's they lost their minds or they just died. Uh, I don't know if you know the Road Warriors. Yes, Hawk, Hawk and Animal. Animal. Mm-hmm. Hawk and was one of my best friends in the world. He died at forty-two. Get out! Really? But that son of a bitch, you would sit and eat with him, and he'd sit like this, and his biceps would touch right here. Wow! Like, Holy shit! He was massive. Got used to get in arguments with my wife all the time. He did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Hawk and my wife get in arguments all the time. So we're in a restaurant downtown Minneapolis. Oh, Jesus. You know, downtown Minneapolis. They're arguing. Not, never, you know, but they start yelling at each other. You're out of your mind. It's unbelievable. What the hell are you talking about? She has me, and they're arguing about something. What, what would the arguments be over? It was over. They, they were arguing this time about whether Mike Tyson raped Desiree Washington. I and can see how that get get heated. He said he did. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. So, Hawkster used to carry a sock full of pennies with him wherever he went. Why? Because it's great to hit somebody with. Oh, okay, okay. That makes it. I need oh, yeah. to do that. Well, it's like it's because yeah. you can't carry like a sap or yeah. anything with you. That's illegal. So he carry a sock full of pennies. Yeah. And he says, "You're wrong. I'm just telling you, you're wrong." And he reaches his pockets and hits himself over the head with it. The thing splits and pennies go everywhere in this restaurant. People are like, "What the hell?" Uh-huh. It was phenomenal. It's like Mario. So he's saying he's, yeah. he was saying Tyson didn't do it. I'm assuming he said, "Well, here's how it goes." Catherine goes, "What are you talking about? He raped her." And he goes, "She took off her panty liner." <laughs> Why am I even here? I don't even want to be here. Oh God! There. You guys have been amazing. It was wonderful to have you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was wonderful. Thank you. To be in, and Steve, I can't believe you're working. You know, I you know, actually, you I actually know. Had to make an effort. I did, I did. Well, I live on the other side of the metro, so coming up from the northwest down to the pick these guys up at the mall, and then back up to your God, studios. It's just nothing but pressure. A rush hour, man, it sucks. It's an early nothing morning but for me. Pressure. I work nights, hour. you know. <laughs> rush hour at eleven in the morning. Seven. Tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows, and a Sunday show, seven o'clock as well. Great having you guys in. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Fun. you. Talk to you later. We'll be right back, fam.